So my husband and I, uh, because Emily was away at a retreat, and Abby had had a sleepover uh, the night before, so Bob and I thought, like, oh, we're going to go spend some time together, just the two of us. <laughs> so we thought, well, we'll go to a coffee shop nearby, and so we were kind of trying to think, like, all right, you know, where can we go besides Starbucks, you know, support local entrepreneurs? So there's a new coffee shop in downtown, so we thought, okay, we'll, we'll go there. So we go in there, and it's this really, like, kind of rinky-dink place. And we go in, and there's all these, like, really dark images on the wall of, like, dark artwork is the best way I would describe it. Like, really scary pictures, intimating death, and other yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. No, it was just a lot of like really gothic um, music posters and pictures of scary skeletons and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going in there and Bob and I are kind of like, all right, we're the oldest people in here. <laughs> and everyone's wearing black and we're not. And so we're, we're walking up there, standing in line, getting our tea and... Um, we both silently notice that the guy taking our order is wearing a pentagram necklace. And which means he's kind of engaging and No. So Bob and I like pay for our tea. We're both sitting there at the, this little tiny table staring at our tea. And Bob's like, you first. And I said, <laughs> and we're just kind of both looking at the tea. And I'm like, so did you notice what he was wearing? And Bob's like, yeah. And I said, so do you think he put any spells on this tea? <laughs> <laughs> so we were real like caught up in the atmosphere, the people, sort of the witchcraft. And so I'm praying over the tea like, Holy Spirit, I cancel all curses that could have been spoken over this tea. I'm like, okay, it's clear now. Let's drink the tea. Let's just enjoy ourselves. But what I realized later was that because I let fear kind of rule me in that situation, I missed out potentially on an opportunity. And so I'm always encouraging you in this class like to try to see people from God's point of view. And I thought, this, oh, this, the Lord was bringing this to my mind. And I'm like, really, Lord, we're we doing this? Or I'm going to share about how I missed it. But hopefully this will help be of an encouragement to you. Is that, you know, how do you think the Lord sees that young man? And did I have the Lord's, did I have the... You know, it's, uh, Paul says in, in Ephesians 1, he has a prayer for the Ephesians that they'll have, that the eyes of their hearts will be opened. You know, that's not talking about their physical eyes, right? That's talking about the eyes of their soul and, and their spirit man, their spirit person. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, Lord, I, wow, I, I really missed it last night because I was so caught up in the physical of what was there and the atmosphere, and the physicality of the whole thing. And I didn't have your eyes. I didn't, I didn't see this situation the way that you see it. And maybe you had Bob and I go there because you were hoping that 
that would be an opportunity for us to do something. And instead, we just got overwhelmed by the darkness and we didn't see ourselves and our identity as children of light. And we didn't bring that light to that situation. Are you with me? Yeah. And so instead of, if I could have a do-over, which the Lord seems to be fond of in my life sometimes, it brings me back to the same situation again. So I get to do it over. So if I had a do-over, I think what I would have done is noticed the young man, noticed what he was wearing, and then asked the Holy Spirit in that moment, do you have something for this young man? How could I be your mouth, if you will, Lord, into speaking some word of this young man's destiny in you? into his life. But I didn't do that. But maybe this will encourage some of you that if you find yourself in that type of situation where you are surrounded by darkness, remember your identity as a child of the light. And, and to remember that that could be your moment, that maybe God has supernaturally and strategically placed you in that dark place, in that moment, to bring a point of light. Because, you know, we always say this little saying. We're so, we have so many cliches as Christians. But greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. But see, in that moment, I allowed, you know, that thought to not really dwell in, in my meditation, did I? I kind of I forgot about that. 